there, campers. While we're gathering around the campfire, we just want to let you know we are not what you would call experts. What we do have is a love for researching and discussing the lore of cryptids, creatures, and an occasional spooky woman that can eat our soul. So if you are in need of immediate help with the chupacabra in your yard, please consult someone else. Also, this podcast isn't for kids. These campfire stories can contain graphic and explicit content that may not be suitable for young campers. Solicitor discretion is advised. Welcome back to Loring, our folklore podcast, where we tell you the history and stories of different legends and lore from around the world. Ooh, I just realized how loud you were. <laughs> oh, my bad. No, you're doing great. It's it's more of a my end thing. Oh, how do I work <laughs> this computer? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, there we go. There we go. Boom. <laughs> Technology. Yeah, I am... Um... <laughs> I was playing with my mic to make it sound better. Oh. I think I made it louder. <laughs> well, that, it sounds better. I can hear you better. <laughs> oh, good. That's a start. Ooh. Well, let's, let's get right into this after those slight technical difficulties. You think after, how long have we been doing this? Like 33 episodes. 33 episodes. <laughs> we would know what we're doing, right? But we plus, plus a couple bonus. So like more like 36 <laughs> episodes. It's fine. Oh, we're doing great. So speaking of doing great, what did you find alluring this week? Uh, yeah, so yesterday I went to the Ren Fair in our town. Um, and I've been to a couple of Ren Fairs in my life, but this is the first time like me and the whole group I went with were like, we're going to dress up. Yeah. So we all we all dressed up. We I, I ended up doing more like piratey because... Turns out Renaissance era stuff is like a lot more difficult to dress up with. We we only had one week's notice. That's the thing. Like oh, yeah. last weekend we're like, oh, the Ren Fair is next week. We should get dressed up. So we like so I had one week to get a costume together, but it turned out good. Um it was very fun. I uh I ate meat pies and drank butterbeer. Um it was awesome. It looked really fun. Honestly, as yeah. long as you have, I say, the safest thing any person can have in their closet as an accessory is a pirate shirt, and I will stand yep. by that for multiple reasons. And yeah. one is the Ren Fair, because you're set. You got all your you're stuff. You're set. Yeah. And this Ren Fair, like, I don't know, I've only ever been to the one here in town. It's like, there's like different camps throughout the Ren Fair because it's a huge park. Right. And so like there's like a pirate land and there was like a fairy land and there was like and like then like the normal medieval land. So we hung out in pirate land. It was a good time. 
That sounds so mad. I am I'm envious. That sounds like yeah. a delightful fucking time. There was like a guy who was like in one of those like medieval like jail things where they're like hands and like head go into it. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Where like clothes around him. And he was just sitting there like talking shit to people walking by. It was so funny. I love how unhinged Renaissance. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Are. Like we we went dressed up. Some people go hard yeah. for Ren fairs. Like it was wild. Some of the outfits. Yeah, I'm I'm one of those people where I go. I'm gonna look like a fucking fairy goddess. <laughs> yeah, and you could have hung out in Fairyland. It was oh, awesome. So I would have hung out in Pirate Land. I would have yeah. dressed like a pirate and have been in Pirate Land the whole time, though. Yeah, it was definitely <laughs> the coolest part. Yeah. Of the whole thing. I got, like, some fun accessories. Because um, for Halloween, we're having a pirate party, too. Oh! Um, is that the one our friend's doing? Yeah. Oh, I wish I could go to California that time of year. So bad. I want to so bad. I saw the invitation, and my heart felt so full. And I was like, <laughs> I was like but it's Edgar's busy season of work. Because... So I'm like, yeah, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out after he can come. We'll figure, we'll figure it out. If not, we'll yeah. do something. I, yeah. that's like the one thing I hate. All my cool friends moved out of state, and you guys all betrayed me. So it's fine. <laughs> I'm not hurt, and I don't think about it constantly. But it's fine. <laughs> no hard feelings. Oh <laughs> uh, well. Anyway, uh, what did you find, <laughs> Um. Wow, just a lot's happened this week. Um, this last weekend, Edgar and I we went to Universal in nice. good old Cali for our three-year dating anniversary. So, nice. yay to love! We did the Fright Bears. The what? It's not oh. Fright Bears. That's what Lagoon calls it. Yeah, I don't know what it's called, but I've always wanted to do it. I like. Is it- is it just called Halloween night? I think like, it is. I think it's like Halloween Eve or yeah. night or whatever. And the thing is, like, it was so cool. My only problem is I feel we ended on a bad, scary ride. Oh. So, because, like, we did the... It, it's just everything was so fucking immaculate just because it's yeah. Hollywood, right? And yeah. I... The, my qualm with like haunted houses is I don't like the gory rooms. Like it's gross. It's cheap. Mm-hmm. It's campy. Like if you like, it's cool. Like if like a blood thing slashes at me, that's great. Yeah. Like I support but if that. the whole thing is just gory. Yeah. And then it's just like this is all you could do. Like I get like disappointed. I guess. Yeah. And I'm more like unimpressed, and I look at how campy it is. So I'll start yeah. with the disappointing one. <laughs> we went. Yeah. We waited for an hour. Two hours in this one line for the, like, scarecrow haunted thing. And I thought it was going to be, like, a cornfield. And I was like, yeah, that's going to be hella dope. Like, it's, like, old farmy scarecrows and whatever. And it's the last ride of the night. We get through it. <laughs> and it's just, like, an old farmhouse. And the whole family's, like, murdered with corn. And it was the most <laughs> campy thing I've ever fucking oh, seen. Oh, no. Like, the last bit of, like, the house you walk through was cool because it was a cornfield. And this, like, yeah. amazing scarecrow jumped out at you. And I was like, this is what I wanted the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> so that was the one I was like, uh, like, we were all just, like, kind of disappointed in that one. But 
the ones that were so cool were there was like a werewolf versus Dracula versus the mummy. And nice. they were so realistic. Like they would jump in my face and I was like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> and Edgar is just poker face the whole time. But he's like, that was really cool. So that one was amazing. It was so cool how they did that. It's like they all escaped from their like prisons and then they were all yeah. like scaring you at the end beautiful 10 out of 10 and then that's sick we did you would have loved it it's like a studio tour where they walk around the different sets so we walked through yeah. the bates motel yeah i've done that they, <gasps> they do that uh they do that in the normal season as well it's <gasps> awesome where he comes running out the knife yes! at you and, yeah <laughs> and you could go like take a picture with him in front oh. of like the house like the psycho oh, house. that we didn't get to do oh that was cool and then we even got to walk through the movie set of the i think his name's like k peel or something i'm so bad with names he's making the horror movie nope and i think he did us yeah too. we got to walk through like the western like cowboy set for his new movie oh, that's sick <laughs> and nope I, was such a good movie i don't know if you saw it. i haven't seen it i want to watch it but it was so cool i was just yeah. there like i couldn't get scared because i was like look at this look at this i was like so fascinated by the whole thing so they, yeah it was amazing they had at one point when we were there like there was this whole introduction where like this creepy carnival guy came out on stilts and he was like welcome you to like the slaughter circus kind of thing jordan peele thank you Addy. jordan peele's his name sorry oh uh, yeah <laughs> I, I like his work a lot so i like i yeah. have to say his name you, you said key peel huh yeah it, it, he's he was in key and peel that's what that's it is the, that's yeah i was so close i was so close it, it's all right but, i knew what you're talking about yeah. <laughs> ryan gets me yeah. he just knows my rambling at the so are, are the normal rides during halloween still open or is it like yeah so they had they had a bunch of them like jurassic park yeah and mummy and it's all not that like, stuff it's not like the minion ride and all the minions are like no. dead. No. no. <laughs> they didn't have <laughs> like the like the kid ones kind of open. It felt like yeah. they just opened all the horror ones. That but, makes sense. Man, it was so cool. Yeah, they had like there was people in like creepy carnival costumes that were following you through the crowd. I had the yeah. and the meanest is that when we were leaving, we were all disappointed with the ride. I'm like, I just need to use the restroom and we can go. And this tree guy jumps out at me and scares the living shit out of me because I'm like, I'm tired. I was disappointed. Yeah. I just need to use the restroom. And then I got like all my <laughs> adrenaline back to go back home. So I was like, that was a good. I'm glad yeah. that happened. But it was amazing. I yeah. I could talk about it for hours, but I will stop there. <laughs> it yeah. was just, I got scared and it was great. <laughs> Uh, speaking of people stalking you around, oh. um, what's what? What are we talking about this week? Oh wait, I, I messed oh, up. Cute, um, cute, cute campfire sounds. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness, I'm all over the place. Um, where's my campfire sounds? Waiting for where's the campfire. My campfire sounds. There they are. We're doing great today. Even a man who is pure in heart and says his prayers by night may become a wolf when the wolf's bane blooms and the autumn moon is bright. Now, 
What are we talking about this week, Kimmy? <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Ooh, so when the moon is full and the howling of wolves echo through the night, be cautious. A wolf can be dangerous to run into, but there's a humanoid beast that is much more malicious that takes on a similar form. These beasts are cursed humans, and if you are unlucky enough to run into one in wolf form, you may be their next meal. Ooh. So here is my lovely illustration. All of our audio listeners, you can come to our YouTube and see it, or you can go to alluring.com and check out the Alluring Podcast episode guide. And you can find it there. And it will be in the shop as a sticker. So all the places for this one. <laughs> and so this week, we are going to be talking about werewolves, a transforming creature of origins that have been around since the dawn of man. Legends surrounding this humanoid beast can be found in Greek mythology, Nordic mythology, and European folklore. And that's just scratching the surface. Everywhere you go, there's a different legend of werewolves, and they seem to continue to grow in popularity to this very day. So I'm going to do a little precursor, because <laughs> I'm going to get a mess. I'm going to get messages. There is so much damn information about werewolves. I've had to put off this episode a few yeah. times, <laughs> because I have just been like, this is way too much. I am just scratching the surface. I'm doing what I can to give you guys a good like tip of the iceberg kind of thing yeah. going on. And there's so many like other stories of specific folklores we may talk about in the future. So I don't want to get into them. So Yeah, Kimmy texted me and said, I keep going down rabbit holes. I need more time. <laughs> okay. And I'm not one to put things off either. So me yeah. messaging Ryan for like a fourth time. Yeah, I was time, shocked. I was like, Usually it's the other way around. <laughs> I'm like, mm, I need four days to not do anything. Yeah. <laughs> it, it was me this time. So we we balanced it out. So that's my precursor. Any cool werewolf facts, send them over. But no, I did my best to try to do a good surface level explanation of everything kind of going on. Um, okay, let's get into it. So it's unclear exactly where the origins of werewolves came from. But we do know stories about these creatures have been around for centuries. So I'm going to start by diving into some of the more popular theories scholars have. So there's a lot of old language, and I want to say a lot of things wrong as a precursor. But you guys are great, and you know what's going on. So here we go. So I got I got this one for you already. If woo. you need it. Oh, do you really? <laughs> okay, I'll just pause then. So some scholars believe the werewolf made its debut in the epic of. Gilgamesh. Ooh, the oldest known Western prose? Prose. Ooh, this poem from ancient Mesopotamium tells the story of Gilgamesh, a woman who mm -hmm. rejected a potential lover because she had turned her previous lover into a wolf. <laughs> this is known Fair as, enough. <laughs> this, is, this is known as the earliest surviving notable literature and the second oldest religious text after the pyramids text. So old, old story. Like this is the oldest of them. Yeah. And then the next one is from Greek mythology. So werewolves also appeared in early Greek mythology, the legend of Lycano. According to the legend of Lycano, the sons of Pelasic, oh, and wow. You know, I promise I did read these and I was able to pronounce it earlier. Peliscus 
angered the god Zeus when he served him a meal made from the remains of a sacrificed boy, which was Zeus's own son. As punishment and in rage, Zeus turned him and his sons into wolves. So we got a lot of people turning other people into wolves in prehistoric times kind of thing. And then the next one is from Nordic folklore. So the saga of Vlasungs tells the story of a father and son who discovered wolf pellets and they had the power to turn people into wolf for 10 days. So this is as tales get a little bit more modern. We shift from people being able to curse someone to a werewolf to them actually being one by their choice. Um, Yeah. The father-son duo that wore the pelts transformed into wolves and went on killing rampages because bonding, I guess. And (laughs) their rampage ended when the father attacked his own son, causing a lethal wound. The son only survived, though, because a kind raven gave the father a leaf with healing powers. There's a lot of, like, Nordic, like, the berserkers, like, which may or may not be a real thing, where they would, like dress in wolf pelts and just take a bunch mm-hmm. of mushrooms and <laughs> and and just go on rampages so uh that checks out um again that may or may not also be true but you know i it makes sense i feel like if my personality had to be thrusted into war the only way i could battle yeah. is if i'm on a shitload of shrooms and dressed like an yeah. animal well as i've said before a lot of folklore comes from the times when people just used to just eat mushrooms like candy Fair. so it, it just saying <laughs> you'd, you'd see fairies too you'd, yeah you'd see fairies too <laughs> uh-huh. A shirt where yeah. it's like shrooms, yeah. <laughs> something like that. You can see fairies too. <laughs> Beautiful. Whoa! So werewolves seem to vary quite a bit due to all the possible origins of where they came from. That was until the good old Middle Ages in medieval Europe. During this time, there was so much evidence of the widespread belief of werewolves that everyone was fearful of these creatures. They were even mentioned in medieval law codes. Like King Canut, whose ecclesiastical, that's not right. I know that's not right. Is that right? That sounds right. I don't know. Yeah. Ordinance stated that madly audacious werewolves do not widely devastate nor bite too many of the spiritual flock. So don't let them eat your sheep is what that translates to. So the legend of pray the- a lot and they won't eat your sheep. Don't <laughs> yeah, worry. pray a lot and you're, they won't eat your sheep. Pay your ta- pay your tithing or taxes. Yeah. Tomatoes, tomatoes. Um, so the legend of these beasts continued to grow as more sightings were reported, more laws were written about them, and people were even put on trial and accused of being a werewolf. They found their ways into the arts and became great inspiration for a deadly man beast creature of the night. For centuries, werewolves would continue to lurk in the corners of history books and even modern-day stories like Good Old Twilight. Um, Tales of this mystical beast continue to promote fear and curiosity in everyone who hears about them and has resulted in a variety of versions seen all around the world that are still discussed to this very day. So, though we may never know the true origins of these creatures, we do know that the word werewolf is definitely the most popular name to describe it. 
So diving into that part, the word werewolf comes from the old English word werewolf, so W-U-L-F. So this breaks down to the name of a man-wolf. And that being said, there are so many different ways that werewolf is spelt <laughs> in Old English, but they all sound the same. And since this is an audio podcast, it's not going to be helpful to go through a list. Or an entire <laughs> werewolf, just... werewolf, werewolf, werewolf. <laughs> so we're not going to do that. But um, I also did find a bunch of different versions of werewolf from Old Norse, French, Slavic, and German folklore. Um, however, they are all super rough to pronounce. And Google didn't help much either because it's so old. So, <laughs> like, Ryan can see some of the ways they are next to it. But I have gone ahead and done the little translation. <laughs> so... <laughs> We can popcorn read that because I always feel that's a good way to kind of get through these little listy lists. I'm gonna I'm gonna try. You want to try the Germanic ones first? I'm gonna we'll I'm gonna try. Okay. We got the Zvira Wolfez, Ooh. which is the man wolf. The Wazi Wolfez, which is the wolf clothed. Ooh. And I'm not even gonna try Old North, nope. Old Norse, because. <laughs> Those aren't even letters. <laughs> those just, those are like, symbols. It looks like symbols that had a stroke. Ulfindor, Ulfindor. Is that where Gryffindor comes from? Ulfindor, Ulfindor. That's that's Wolfindar. Yeah, Wolfskin. There we go. Wolfskin. <laughs> so, yeah. Wolf coat. Uh, wolf outlaw. Wolf haired. Man dog. She wolf. Beast man. Where beast? Moon man. Huh. And Moon Beast. <laughs> that one's I kind like of Moon Man. Anticlimactic, isn't it? Yeah. It's like yeah. And then Vlabako Dlap. <laughs> it's Moon Man is like the fifth child the parents didn't want to have. But yeah, they still like, needed, I don't know. They still I don't know. Fucking Moon Man, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> how many? How many? We we've run out of wolf themed names, so you're just the Moon Man now. Beautiful. That's. That's where the man comes. <laughs> so though werewolf is the most common one we know to this day, you'll see different versions of these pop up throughout lores and legends of a humanoid wolf. Um, so now I'm headed over to Ryan so he can tell you the legends lore of this creature of the night. All right, all right. The first story we have is the Werewolf of Klein Crams by Carl Barst. So, in the vicinity of Kleinkrams near Ludwigost, in the firm former times, there were extensive forests that were so rich with game that the dukes often came to this region to hold their great hunts. During these days, they almost always saw a wolf, who even though he came with within shooting distance, could never be killed by a huntsman. Indeed, they even had to watch as he took a piece of game before their very eyes, and something that was most remarkable to them, it ran into the village. Oh! <laughs> now, once that happened, a hussar from Ludwigost was traveling through the village and just happened to enter the house of a man named Feig. When he entered the, the house, a flock of children stormed out of the house with a loud cry and hurried into the yard. When he asked about their wild behavior, they told him that except for a small boy, no one from the Feig family was at home, and that he, as was his custom when no one was at home, 
had transformed himself into a werewolf and that they were running away from him because otherwise he would bite them. <laughs> okay. The story escalates so quickly. That... I apologize. Oh, yeah. It, it goes from yeah. zero to 100 real quick. Yeah. So soon afterward, said feared werewolf appeared. But by now, he had laid aside his wolf form. The hussar turned to the feet children and tried to learn more about the wolf game. But the child would say nothing. However, the stranger would not give up, and he finally succeeded in making a child talk. The child told him that his grandmother had a strap, and that if he put it on, he would instantly become a wolf. The hussar kindly asked the boy to make an appearance as a werewolf. At first, the boy refused, but finally agreed to do it. If the strange man would first climb into the loft so that he would be safe from him, the hussar agreed to this, and to be sure, pulled up the ladder in which he had climbed up into the loft. As soon as that had happened, the boy ran into the main room and soon came out again as a young wolf and chased away all those standing in the entryway. After the wolf had run back into the main room and come back out as a boy, the hussar climbed down and had a feed child show him the magic belt. But he could not discover anything unusual about it. You just saw a werewolf child, and you're totally mm-hmm. dismissing it. Well, he wants to know how the belt works. Okay. He's not dismissing it. He's like, what is going on? Okay. Okay. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so afterwards, the hussar went to the forester, went to a forester in the vicinity of Klein Krams and told him what he had experienced in the Feg House. Upon hearing the story, the forester, who had always been present at the Great Hunts near Klein Krams, immediately thought about the werewolves who could not be wounded. He now thought that he would be able to kill the werewolf. Oh my God! Okay. So he figured out it's something to do with the belt. Okay. At the next hunt, he said to his friends as he rammed a bullet of inherited silver into the barrel of his rifle. So maybe not the belt. Today, the werewolf will not escape from me. His companions looked at him in amazement, but he said nothing further. The hunt soon began and did not take long before the wolf showed himself once again. Many of the huntsmen shot at him, but he remained unwounded. Finally, he approached the forester who brought him to the ground. Everyone could see that the wolf was wounded. But soon he jumped up again and ran to the village. The huntsmen followed him, but the werewolf outran them and disappeared into the Feig farmyard. In their search, the huntsmen came into the house where they found the wolf in the grandmother's bed. They recognized it from the tail that was sticking out under the covers. The werewolf was no other than Feig's grandmother. In her pain, she had forgotten to take off the strap and thus revealed her secret. The granny all along. <laughs> I the thing about that is I thought in him seeing the kid being like and the kid's like, this belt turns me to the wolf. And he's like, yeah. prove it. And the kid's like, I proved it. And he's like, mm, what does yeah, the belt we'll have see. to do with it? Yeah. You know? And he did say this was my grandmother's belt. So that should have been a pretty big red flag right. straight out the gate, personally. And there's no mention that a silver bullet will take it down. No, so but... I, I thought, so where I thought the story was going is that he was going to 
wait till the person took off the belt yeah, I th- in I the thought house the same thing. Yeah. and kill them because it's like yeah. that must no. be the wolf and he was like nah, no that would make too much sense i want to pull a fantasy 90s yeah. male hero and just mm-hmm. know how to kill it with a gun and a bullet yeah so. I, I feel like maybe something got lost a little bit in translation um, maybe but you know yeah that's what happens when you're reading uh stories from like the 1800s <laughs> <That's> um, <laughs> things just get a little lost you just realize your grandmother's yeah, a werewolf that was a that was an m night Shyamalan <laughs> twist right there <laughs> and it was the grandma all along <laughs> that poor everyone, kid they don't even yeah. have like any follow-up like yeah does she kill everyone her? thought it was the dad <laughs> small boys like my grandma literally has a belt that turns her into a wolf and they're like mm, the dude was like a woman yeah a yeah. werewolf no no it can't ah. be your grandma yeah uh, speaking of women transforming themselves into <laughs> werewolves uh my second story is called a woman transforms herself into a werewolf nice. um in a village, there lived a woman whose first name was Trine. Her husband had been dead for a long time. The woman lived in impoverished circumstances, but nonetheless, she was always able to offer fresh meat to those who visited her. One time, a male relative came to visit her, and she offered him good, fresh meat. The man said to her, Tell me, Trine, where do you get this nice mutton? Trine answered, I'll show you. Just climb up on the roof with the ladder that is leaning against the back of the house. There's there's, there's a common connection of, like, get out of reach of me. Um, the man did what Trine asked him to do. In the distance, he saw a herd of sheep. Suddenly, a wolf came out of the brush, ran into the midst of the sheep, and was about to run away with one of them. The shepherd saw this in time and, with his dog, took off after the wolf in order to rescue the sheep. The wolf defended itself. The man on the roof, knowing what kind of wolf it was, called out, Trine, watch out. Suddenly, Trine was standing there in her true form. Then the shepherd began striking out at her with renewed vigor, and Trine was scarcely able to drag herself back home. <laughs> so she'd just been stealing <laughs> stealing sheep from the neighbor. <laughs> it's like the neighbor that has a really nice fruit tree in the backyard, and yeah. you're like, ah. I'm gonna go get get some peaches. They're like, why have you been making this cobbler? Eating her with a cane. Like, <laughs> get off, leave. I love that. Dang idea. werewolves! It's an old guy that's just seen so much shit in his life. Yeah. <laughs> There's so many like werewolves. Like, gotta be like the pests of like the folklore. Like, they they're like they're not that scary. They just like steal your sheep. And like get in your house and stuff, like you know that's that's a fair point. Um, yeah, I just I've been binging. I'm all caught up now. The what we do in the shadows and the representation <laughs> of werewolves in it is the best thing ever. My favorite TV scene of all times is from that show. They're up on the roof about to fight the werewolves, and he pulls out a squeaky toy and throws it off the roof. And they go and they jump off the roof. Oh my goodness. And you hear the sad dog sound. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like the biggest, toughest werewolf in the group. Yeah. And I, I'm go cool. fetch. He just jumps. And the way they look over, they're like, Ew. Yeah. Ew. <laughs> Oh, it's so funny. Oh, my goodness. Uh, 
goodness. I I feel like they do them dirty in that show, but it's the funniest thing ever. Yeah. I I was laughing so hard. I had to play it back like two more times because oh I was God. like, yeah. that didn't just happen. <laughs> Honestly, I'd watch a whole like spinoff show about just the werewolves in that show. <laughs> oh, it cracks me up. Wow, I'm. I'm really like reevaluating my Lauren alignment chart. <laughs> right That's why I put. Yeah, you'll, I mean, you'll see. Like yeah. they're they're literally just pests. Like they're just there. Anyway, oh uh, this next one's called "The Wolfstone" by Alexander Schaffner. Ooh, and I do want to point out um, this illustration right now that's showing on our YouTube video. It's super cool because this is like based off the story. Oh, no, no, no. It's the next one. I lied. Wait. Is it this one? It's this see. one, right? Am I on the right one? Next one. Yeah. There that, we go. That one. So I, there I, we go. I thought it was pretty cool. So anyway. Anyway. Um, all right. So in the valley of Fitchell Mountains, a shepherd tended his flock in a green meadow. Several times it happened that after driving his herd home, he discovered that one of the animals was missing. All of his searching was in vain. They were lost, and they remained lost. Watching more carefully, he saw a large wolf creep out of the forest thicket and seize a lamb. Oh. Angrily, he chased after him, but the enemy was too fleet. Before he could do anything about it, the wolf had disappeared with the lamb. The next time, he took an expert marksman with him. The wolf approached, but the marksman's bullet bounced off him. <laughs> could you imagine? Then occurred, yeah. <laughs> What? <laughs> You're like, they're not supposed to do that. He like shoots that, himself. Yeah, why in did the they sword? make a ricochet sound in a wolf? <laughs> yeah, that's hilarious. Um, so luckily, this this hunter's a, he's he's a sharp lad. It occurred to him to load his weapons with dried pith from an elder bush. The next day, he got up a shot, and the robber ran howling into the woods. The next morning, the shepherd met an old neighbor woman. Excuse me. Uh, I just wanted to look up pythe. Pythe is like the uh, the stem, like the inside of a stem, just so we're all on the same page here. Um, he threw some plants into his gun. That's yeah, he like, <laughs> he took, yeah, from an elder brush. Okay, so the next morning, the shepherd met an old neighbor woman with whom he was not on the best of terms. Noticing that she was limping, he asked her, Hey, neighbor, what you got? What's wrong with your leg there, huh? Um, it did not want to go along with you. What business is it of yours? She answered, hurrying away. Can you do an old lady voice with that? Just like, so we can get in the story? Bark, 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 bark. <laughs> she answered, hurrying away. <laughs> the shepherd took note of this. Hmm. Why is she barking at me? Why was she barking at me and howling as I left? Hmm. So this woman, as they do, had long been suspected of practicing evil magic. People claimed to have seen her on the Heiberg of Swabi and Kotterberg, and also the Hue near Halberstadt, which everybody knows is where women go to practice evil magic. <laughs> he reported her. She was arrested, interrogated, and flogged with a rod of Alderwood. <laughs> I did like, he's just like, 
I just the witch hunts are just so wild. <laughs> just the guy's like, that's a witch, and they're like, all right, let's go just beat her. <laughs> there there used to be a TikTok when like TikTok was first a thing, and I'll yeah. never forget it, where it's a woman saying, Oh, she's like, Oh, the title of the book actually says this, and the dude's like, You can read. You're a witch. And she's like, no, 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 no. I'm an idiot. I'm stupid. Yeah. I can't be. What does that letter look like? You yeah. know, it's a letter on. It's the uh. funniest thing ever. Oh, cracks me up. Okay. Um, <laughs> oh, there you are. So, okay, so she was flogged with a rod. Nice. With which others suspected of magic, oh but who had been denied the charges, had also been punished. So this has been going on. Um, she was then locked up in chains, but suddenly the woman disappeared from prison and no one knew where she had gone. Sometime later, that poor unsuspecting shepherd saw the hated wolf break out of the forest once again. However, this time it had not come to attack the herd, but the shepherd itself, perhaps getting her kidnapped interrogated and flogged <laughs> there was a furious struggle the shepherd gathered all of his strengths together against the teeth and claws of the ferocious beast it would have been his death if the hunter had not come by in the nick of time in vain he fired a shot at the wolf and then struck it down with his knife the instant that blood began to flow from the wolf's side the old woman from the village appeared in the field before them writhing and twisting terribly they finished killing her and buried her 20 feet beneath the earth. God, okay. That's, that's a very deep hole. <laughs> I was going to say, I can't even get like three feet in, in the beach and be like, ah, I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> so at the place where they buried the woman, they erected a large stone cross, which they named the Wolfstone. Oh. In memory of these events, it was never peaceful and orderly in the vicinity of the stone. The malicious messenger and the burning man, in the language of the people, still goes about this dangerous business here. So what we learned here is if you think your neighbor might be a wolf, call the cops immediately. Have her, have her arrested, interrogated, and flogged. But make sure you got your buddy with you when she inevitably gets out. Because she's coming for you. Because she's coming for you. Yeah. That's, that's the lesson there, everybody. That's the thing is every time she was hit with that wood, she was like, she was like, I'm going to get this motherfucker. She's, I like to think his name is Jeremy. She's like, fucking Jeremy. I eat one lamb. It's not even his lamb. Yeah. I decided to change for the better. And this is what I, <laughs> oh, I freaking love that. Oh, that's great. All Ooh. right. Now we're going to learn about how the wolves can be Catholic. Huh. All right, so this is the Catholic priest and the werewolf. So three years before the arrival of John in Ireland, it chanced that a priest who was journeying from Ulster towards Meath was benighted in a certain woods on the borders of Meath. While in company with only a young lad, he was catching, watching oh. by a fire, which he was going to move on, which he kindled <laughs> under the branches of the spreading tree. Lowe Wolf came up to them and immediately addressed them to this effect. Rest, rest secure, and be not afraid, for there's no reason you should fear who no fear is, bork bork. The travelers, being struck with astonishment and alarm, 
the wolf added some unorthodoxing words referring to God. So uh, the priest then implored him and adjured him by almighty God and faith in the Trinity not to hurt them, but to inform them what the creature was and the shape of a beast uttered human words. The wolf then proceeded to explain how he is in fact human, but cursed to assume the form of a wolf every few years. The reason the werewolf approached the priest was to ask him to give last rites as the werewolf was dying. (laughs) He beheld a she-wolf who under the shape pouring forth human sight and groans on seeing priests having saluted him with human courtesy. She gave thanks to God who in this extremely bad visit I'm sorry so she then received from the priest all the rites of the church duly performed as far as the last communion this was this also she demanded earnestly asking him to complete his offices by giving her the viticum which I'm not sure what that is because I'm not Catholic so this is a lot of old words where she's asking to be forgiven that's what's happening right now she's just like I've been a werewolf. This has been my punishment. I'm coming to you because I'm at the end of my life and I want to be forgiven for my sins I couldn't control. Gotcha. Uh, so, vi- yeah, so I looked at Vitecam is literally just like last rites. Yes. So the priest was <laughs> hesitant to give the wolf a communion, but eventually submitted to their quest. So turns out wolves can be Catholic. <laughs> now we know. Just at the end of their life, though. Yeah. Yeah. Only at the end. <laughs> Spend the rest of your time ravaging lambs. I was so surprised that a majority of these stories were all about female werewolves. I think all of them were female werewolves. No, there was the... Oh, yeah! The first one was a grandma. First one was a grandma. Second one was a sister. Third one was the neighbor lady. And the fourth one, it just says she-wolf, so... Okay, hashtag she-wolf power, mm-hmm. if that's a, a good one. <laughs> and, yeah. and the second thing, there's a thing I want to talk about in my section that, like, everything makes sense to me now. Because I was okay. like, hmm, this is really interesting. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my god, like, the Ooh. light bulb has clicked. <laughs> I should have changed my modern takes to just talk about Shakira, uh, she-wolf. song She-Wolf, and just broken down the lyrics. <laughs> That's exactly what should have happened. There should have yeah. been a karaoke My bad. Thing. My bad. Oh, there we go. <laughs> and like, She's the she-wolf in the closet. Ooh. She's the she-wolf. Let and her breathe. Something we, like that. We could have had the moon logo jumping on the text. Oh, yeah. <laughs> a Lauren karaoke coming soon. <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah, so those are my stories. Um, that's all I got. They were um, delightful. I'm actually yeah. really, really happy with them for the most part. <laughs> yeah, those were solid. Um, so, hey Kimmy, you like milfs? Who doesn't like a milf? <laughs> I sure do. Um, talking about Mothman. You ever you ever thought you want to see Mothman wearing a nice some? What are they called? What's this? they're not leggings? Fishnet. <laughs> So close your eyes, everybody. Close your eyes. Picture picture Mothman. Now picture him in some nice, sexy leggings, and you got yourself our newest MILF shirt. Go check it out in the Alluring shop at alluring.com slash shop, right? Yeah, that's right. Yep. <laughs> um, 
and let the world know that you too love MILFs. When exploring the forest and foraging for mushrooms, it can be extremely difficult to tell whether a mushroom is poisonous, safe to consume, or part of a fairy ring that will end up trapping you in the fey realm forever. So before you go harvesting these adorable little fungi, and you know, possibly becoming a fey servant for the rest of your life, you should head over to Skillshare. Skillshare has thousands of hands-on creative classes you can explore for pretty much anything, from mushroom hunting to making a hearty forged forest stew, or even painting an adorable mushroom, Skillshare has it all. They also have a collection of teachers who are experts, pros, and industry icons, and they are all excited to share their wisdom, experience, and trusted techniques with you so you can learn from creators all around the world right in the comfort of your own home. And whether you're a beginner or pro, looking for a new hobby, or wanting to take your creative career to the next level, Skillshare has the inspiration and classes to help you accomplish your goals. Plus, our listeners who sign up get a free one month trial of Skillshare. So what are you waiting for? Join Skillshare today by going to Skillshare.com eqcm.net slash alluring or go to our website alluring.com slash sponsors and click on the Skillshare banner. Again, that's skillshare.eqcm.net slash alluring or go to our website alluring.com slash sponsors and click on our Skillshare banner to get that one month free trial of Skillshare today. Hello, Scary Dolls. I'm Mandy. I'm Ashley. And I'm Caro. And we are Scary Not Scary Podcast. Have you ever wondered about the paranormal and what lies in the darkness? Does true crime, serial killers, and mysterious disappearances interest you? We have all the spooky, all the gruesome, and all the laughs you could ever wish for. Join us for a new episode every Sunday that will send chills up and down your spine. Head on over to scarynotscarypodcast.com to follow, subscribe, and more. Don't forget to bring your iced coffee and cheese balls. And remember to always stay scary. Welcome back, campers. We hope you enjoyed that little break. Thank you for listening to our ads. Kind of helps keep our show going, keeps you updated what's happening in our little folklore campground, cryptid campground kind of thing. All right. Now, let's talk about the appearance and some historical events with werewolves. So, werewolves have two different forms. They're human and they're beast. So, in animal-beast form, they are seen as a humanoid-wolf hybrid. So, most commonly, they are very large in size, about 8 feet tall or 2.4 meters for everyone listening outside of the U.S. And there is nothing but pure muscle on them. Um, And they're covered in fur from head to toe. So, their fur ranges from shades of brown to black to dark blue, which makes it seem that they can hide really easy in the dark of night. Mm-hmm. Now, looking at their face, it will seem like a normal wolf, but their eyes aren't wild. Um, they will appear human. So normally in Legends, people can tell who the werewolf is if they get close enough because they see the eyes of them. And eyes are the windows to the soul and all that fun stuff. Um, and some legends say 
they when they open their mouth they may have like extra sets of teeth and they're like more grizzly looking or they'll talk in their human voice which makes me kind of uncomfortable because like I imagine someone has like I, I want to say like a weak voice or something that's like I like imagine if you're talking you saw a werewolf coming at you and he was like beware of my dangerous yeah. fishes attack you know i could not take that seriously i like would be scared and then laughing kind of thing. like if they for some reason sounded like michael j fox <laughs> that's the one we'll get to that later we'll get to that, <laughs> we'll get to that. put a pin in it yeah <laughs> So, according to some Swedish accounts, the werewolf could be distinguished from a regular wolf by the fact that they would run on three legs, um, stretching the fourth one back to look like a tail. (laughs) (laughs) Totally a wolf, guys. Got my tail back there. Don't you see it? See it? See? That's three legs. Nope. That ain't my leg. That's a tail. That's a tail. (laughs) And then... In human form, it's a bit trickier to figure out if they are a werewolf or not, but there are a few things to look out for. The most common is they will have a unibrow, or both eyebrows will meet very close to the bridge of the nose. So, extra hairy kind of thing. Um, That was the other one. They will have curved fingernails, low-set ears, and wide swinging stride, like a pit bull dog. Imagine you're just a person in like the 1800s and you just have a unibrow and someone just murks you because they're like, that's a werewolf. Like, it's very, if you're a person, this is astrology thing. If you're a person that has like a lot of earth and fire in your chart and especially in your main three, you probably fit this as personality looks, which is funny because yeah. like... Um, a lot of fire signs are typically like more like out there and extravagant as personalities. So it's like they're just bullying like the loud extroverts at this point. Yeah, it's messed up. <laughs> yeah, and and they'll like always look like a little bit stronger. I'm like, you guys, you guys just hating. <laughs> yeah. This point. Um, and then another important thing is they will be absolutely exhausted after a full moon transformation. So if they look like this, a full moon just happened, and they have to like sleep for four days, they may be a werewolf. So all safe bets. And now, what makes a werewolf a werewolf is its ability to shapeshift from human to beast form, which is known as, I should have looked up how to say this. Lycanthropy. Lycanthropy. Okay, let me say it three times, because I'm going to say it a lot in this episode episode lycanthropy 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 either way there we go so this transformation temporary or permanent can go down in many different ways so the where the where the animal may be an individual metamorphosed um it could be that is their double who the activities lead so what happens is there's like two of them that come from it and one gotcha. is the human form, and then one is the beast form, and so like they transform from one to the other. So they're never yeah, so, just a beast, or never just a human. So the first one they actually turn into the werewolf, right? And the second one they kind of like warg into a wolf that's already out there. Um. Yes. 
Okay. That's exactly, I was like, this is really confusing to explain. So I'm glad, yeah. glad we got that through. Um, then the third one, the soul leaves the body, and then the soul becomes the werewolf. And okay. while the soul is the werewolf, the body just goes in like a trance-like state. Kind of gotcha. like mare riding that we talked about in our like nightmare okay. episode. Yeah. And then it may be no more than the messenger of the human being... Uh, the real animal or the animal's familiar spirit. So there's also the one where they have a familiar is the best way to think of it. And that's the werewolf version of them. So there's a lot of like weird ways it can happen. And the most common, of course, is the one where they switch from human to wolf, human to wolf, human to wolf with the cycle of the full moon. Yeah. Um... And with all these possibilities of how werewolf transformation goes down, along with a physical transformation, there is a behavioral one. So regardless of how the cursed individual is as a human, so whether they're like, I don't know, like Hufflepuff, Gryffindor, Slytherin, Ravenclaw, like personality-wise, um, in wolf form, they will be vicious, like period, end of, end of sentence kind of thing. They are known to attack on the spot due to an incurable hunger that they can't control, they can kill many people in one night and feast on them being completely unaware of what they did in their wolf form. And when they turn back to a human, they just feel absolutely exhausted. So very Jacqueline Hyde, but minus being aware of kind of what's going on too much. Yeah. Which I think is, I don't know. I don't like that. I don't like not knowing what's going on. Like I've never been blackout drunk because I remember everything. <laughs> <laughs> like I'll get, I'll get, I'll get toasty folks. And when I get toasty, everyone's like, do you remember that that happened? I'm like, I can tell you everything. Like, Maybe you do turn into a werewolf, you maybe, just don't remember. Maybe, maybe I am turning into a werewolf, and I just don't know it yet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, well, I am tired all the time. That's fair. I do nap a lot for a human being. <laughs> what is iron deficiency in women, though? Am I right? <laughs> Wait a minute. Man, I take so many iron pills, I hate it so much. <laughs> All right, I'm so excited for this. I worked really hard on the event history segment, and it's going to get crazy. So it was easier to believe that all these gruesome murders of people being eaten and slashed are done by cursed wolf-like creatures, right? But did you know many of these quote-unquote werewolves for centuries were actually serial killers? So, in 1521, Frenchmen Pierre Burgot and Michel Verdun allegedly swore an alliance to the devil and claimed to have atoned that turned them into wolves. After confessing to brutally murdering several children, they were both burned to death at the stake. So, Gilmar Garnas, known as the Wolf of Dole, was another 16th century Frenchman who claimed to fame was an atonement with a wolf morphing abilities. According to legend, as a wolf, he viciously killed children and ate them. He, too, was burned at the stake for his monstrous crimes. So I want to know what ointment was going around the 15th or 16th (laughs) century that was just making people... We're think gonna, they were wolves. We're gonna get into it. So yeah. there was and it's two ointments in a row. And this is a drug thing, but like 
people, like these men were dismissing a lot of these terrible crimes they were committing, saying they're like, oh, I turned into a wolf. It wasn't really yeah. me. You know? So whether Burgert, Burndon, or Garnier were mentally ill, acted under the influence of hal- hallow... Hallucinogenic? Hallucinogen. I knew that word. Hallucinogen substances or were simply cold-blooded killers is up for debate. But it is likely to matter to the superstitious Europeans of the 16th century. To them, such heinous crimes could not be committed by no other than a horrific beast. Um, It was much easier to say these people were possessed by something much darker than them being a cold-blooded murderer. And with the crimes being so malicious, the beast liking labeling them as a werewolf just made sense. Like, people were like, oh, this guy's got to be a werewolf. Because, like, it just didn't make sense, like, why someone would just go kill children, you know? Well, if they're claiming they're a werewolf, then they claim they took an ointment that turned them into a wolf. Like, who was a 16th century European peasant to say that's not true? Right, and with all the drugs everyone was apparently Yeah. On, you know? So it's wild. And this leads to the next thing. And this is when I was like, oh my god, like, it all makes more sense, is there were the werewolf witch trials. And so, as legends of the vicious werewolves circulated, it wasn't long until locals became extremely paranoid and even went as far as setting up a werewolf hunt and killing people to whom they were, they believed they were werewolves. So, starting in the early 15th century, were the werewolf witch trials that popped up in Switzerland and spread throughout Europe in the 16th century, peaking in the 17th and coming to a close at the end of the 18th. Wow. Now, you may have figured it out already, and if you did, Mothman is giving you an invisible gold star right now. But the werewolf witch trials were a combination of the witch trials and the werewolf trials. So, it was believed werewolves and witches were hand-in-hand with one another over the course of the late Middle Ages to the early modern period. These weren't as poppin' as the witch trials, and many people were still accused of being werewolves and sent to death, though. So, several scholarly papers reported that around 30,000 were executed as werewolves in France alone between the 1520s and 1630s. And I can't believe we were never talked about this in school yeah because the thing is it makes sense why all the stories are more about like women yeah werewolves because they were like oh and like the girl's like i'm actually not a witch and then they could be like then you're a wolf (laughs) yeah so (laughs) that like i don't know i just thought that was so crazy her nails are long her nails are long She's independent. She hunts. She's a wolf. You know, like, it's crazy to me. It felt like it was, like, one end of the spectrum they jumped to or the other. Yeah. And I don't know. This just, like, absolutely blew my mind. So um, at this period, many were accused of lycanthropy. Lycanthropy. There we go. Lycanthropy. Uh, Wolf riding, which is a lot like uh, mare riding, which we talked about or wolf charming. And like we talked about it before, it was way easier to say someone was a demonic beast wolf than the idea of someone could perform an awful murder. So it's really interesting because all the historic serial killers I could find were all men that said that they did it because they were werewolves. But all the people that died in the werewolf witch trials 
like they were mostly just women. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, hmm. It just makes Wait, you think. Yeah. And oh, I don't know. I I went down on a rabbit hole with this for a while, so I had to kind of like pull up for a minute and think about it. So. <laughs> In 1598, the case of Peter Stump, a.k.a. Bedburg Werewolf, became one of the most famous witch trial cases we know today. Rumors spread that Peter turned into a wolf-like creature at night and devoured many citizens of Bedburg. Locals were quick to blame Peter for the gruesome killings of these citizens, having many hunters corner him and say how they saw him shapeshift from a wolf beast to his human form. They interrogated him for hours using means of torture until they got him to quote-unquote confess for their savage killings and consumed the remains of many animals, women, men, and even children. When asked how he was able to transform, he explained he had an enchanted belt that gave him the power to do so. But the belt was never actually found, so they just were like, well, we still think you murdered him. So. Like, there's a belt out there. Trust us. Yeah. They're like, no, no, no. There's a the on it. <laughs> Jesus told us there's a yeah. belt. So there's a belt. So sadly, he was um, executed for these. Um, and then everyone were, was still fearful. They're like, oh my gosh, like, wolves are running rampant. There are people we know, there are people in our communities, and they're just killing people off. Um, the werewolf trials uh, reached Lovian in the 17th century and would become the most common form of the witch trials in the county. So even this took over the witch trials in some areas because it was such a big deal. Um, pretty much it got big hype, got big hype, and then they were killing all the women in the village and they're like, well, now we can't get lucky so it kind of stopped (laughs) (laughs) they're like "Ah." so these trials soon side down and this creature went from something very vicious to something a little bit more romanticized in literature it even became common to talk about how one could become this mysterious hungry creature of the night I'd like to put an emphasis on romanticized in literature going back to our previous conversations of if you Google Wolfman, <laughs> first, the first, first search is like my night with the Wolfman, a book. Um, so, yeah, things have drastically changed. <laughs> I, I feel there's always like the things like there's these there's two types of girls right mm-hmm. and my thing is there's two type of hetero girls there's the ones that like the vampire and there's the ones that like the werewolf and i'm and a person that's writing a comic about a werewolf in red riding hood so i can't say anything <laughs> there's no no room to judge no. And no judgment given. I'd like to point out, I'm not judging anyone on it. I think it's great. I no, just think it's funny like. how drastically times have changed. Oh, yeah. Well, like, the wolves are like, it, it's different energy. It's, yeah. it's just like, it's the mis- mystery of like, I, you could kill me, but you love me so yeah. much. You're and not so far, they're the only like folklore monster we've done that aren't like creeps. You know, isn't that pretty great? Yeah. But going back to your stories, majority of the stories are of 
women. So women, women wolves. Yeah. Listen. So maybe that's why. Maybe that's why. Mm, perhaps. <laughs> maybe that's the difference. Yep. <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah, I I can't say much. I've always been like depends on the season. If I I tend to be more werewolf. I just think I don't know. What are you? Are you team? Are you team Jacob or team? Edward? Um. You know, I was team Jacob oh. until he imprinted on a child. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, and that could mean whatever. Right. It, but, you know, things got weird. Also, just was not a fan of Twilight in general. Um, <laughs> the the masterpiece of yeah. my teenage years. You okay. imprinted on my daughter? Rosalie <laughs> <laughs> Renesmee. The worst thing. I hate that. Yeah. I'm sorry. I was like that. I, I get the I get the really troubled bitchy vampire in the family and her history. But if I was a vampire, I wouldn't yeah. be a bitch. And a lot of our past tracks. So I'm like, Ugh. yeah. <laughs> I was like, you have one of the hottest vampire boyfriends. What's your problem? Anyway, I was like, Jasper looks like he's gonna have a stroke any minute. So. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's cute, but. Team yeah. Alice all the way. Anyway. I was just going to say Team Alice <laughs> She's all day. so cute. The best. Listen, if I always feel Twilight should have been a little bit more gay as a personal <laughs> thing. Because. Was it? Was it not? <laughs> Depends where you read it from. <laughs> anyway. Hashtag Speaking of Twilight. <laughs> oh, sorry, How do you become it. a werewolf? How do you become a werewolf? So if you're like, hey. Werewolf life sounds kind of sexy, or you find yourself as Team Jacob, like Ryan was at one point, and I am 80% of the year. Um, <laughs> there's different ways to go about it. So the most common one is putting on a belt made of wolf skin, like we've mm-hmm. talked about. Simplest method, very quick, take it on and off, easy peasy, lemon squeezy. Yep. Um, I make do- sure you hide it from your grandchild. Yes, <laughs> definitely hide it from your grandchild. They get into everything. You gotta put yeah. it above their eye level. Yep. Um, I do want you to know the amount of times I read the word wolf strap and I got uncomfortable. <laughs> was too damn high, and I wasn't even in like anything sexual. It was just <laughs> like my wolf strap. Yeah, I was just like, this feels uncomfortable. Mm. I don't like it. <laughs> like, kudos to you, but I'm not emotionally ready for that verbiage this early in the morning um <laughs> the next is drinking rainwater out of the footprint of the beast okay um or drinking from an enchanted stream all right next is get cursed uh go piss off a witch or god classic um, classic uh get attacked or bitten by a werewolf the fun fact with this this is actually the least common way to turn into wine because you could die, so Fair. <laughs> maybe avoid this one. They ain't vampires, so. Um, the next is rubbing your body with magic salve, which is also known as flying ointment. So this is the ointment they were talking about. Oh. So flying ointment is a hallucinogenic ointment said to have been used by witches in the practice of European witchcraft for as far back as the early modern period. So it was just an ointment that made you powerful and a witch, which is probably just a lot of cocaine huh. in a bottle. Yeah, so. that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> so that that's the thing. You can probably get it if you can ship it. I don't know. You guys are creative out there. Send us some links because I'm so curious. <laughs> um, 
In Italy, France, and Germany, it was said anyone can turn to a werewolf on a certain Wednesday or Friday if they slept outside on a summer night with a full moon shining directly on their face. So, yeah, they're just trying to cut back on campers. <laughs> yeah, they're like, this is how we handle the homeless problem. Yeah, <laughs> and it's like you could you could house them. Nah, no, 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 no. They're gonna become werewolves. <laughs> they're gonna become werewolves. Take problem them out. solved. Yeah. <laughs> This one cracked me up. In Brazil, it's believed that when a woman has seven daughters and the eighth child is a man, the they will later become a werewolf. Look, if you got seven sisters, <laughs> like fair enough. Like <laughs> you, you would be you'd be using some of that fly ointment. Too. Yeah, I had one sister, and that's plenty. Seven, <laughs> goodness. I. Man, I I don't have any sisters, but my brothers have one, so bless their hearts. Because <laughs> I was pure emotional yeah. chaos. Six Woo! sisters, I think I can handle. Seven? Seven. No. <laughs> six sisters. Six is, six is enough. <laughs> oh, imagine when they all sing. That must be a hell of a day. Oh, <laughs> oh that's great. And then the next is in Hungarian folklore, so this is a little bit sad. Um, if an infant suffered abuse by a parent or a curse around the age of seven, if they left the house to go hunting at night, they could change into a wolf form whenever they wanted. Oh. So it's like hard life thing. And I'm like, oh. Yeah. Um, and an adult could become a werewolf by passing three times through an arch made of birch. And it has to have the help of a wild rose spine. So... You gotta find the perfect yeah. arch in the forest that makes you feel uncomfortable and be yeah. like, you gotta go through that. And then you're good. Um, so with all these methods to become one, it's hard to see if they... What? What did I write? Man, give me a second. I had a moment with this notes. I, I was panic writing this morning. So with all these methods to become one, it's hard to see if they would work until the full moon. So to tell if... It did work, and you got 28 days till the next full moon cycle. Um, cut a piece of your flesh, and if you look inside the wound and you see fur, oh. bada bing, bada boom, you are oh. a werewolf. Good to know. Now, if there is a sneaking suspicion that a loved one is, if they are going out every full moon, you're not seeing them, they come back exhausted for four days, um, try to catch them the day of the transformation, and then... See if they're sleepy after. It's kind of weird because it's like you don't want to be in the vicinity when they transform, but you gotta yeah. catch them. So I don't know. Do some camera work. There's cameras in yeah. everything. Um, make sure it's a camera that actually captures. Because if it's blurry, mm -hmm. Ryan's gonna come for you. If we blurred anything, <laughs> you were ready to fight. That was amazing. Yep. It's not a threat. It's a promise. <laughs> that needs to be honest. We have, it's so funny. I feel like we finally got to the point where we have like our little saints <laughs> for merch now. And I love it so much. Woo. So now, if you've done the steps above and this werewolf life isn't as sexy as you thought, don't worry. I got a list to take care of that for you. Oh, good. Some of them may result in your death. But hey, you know what? You got to do what you got to do. So yeah, the first, get shot with a silver bullet. Easy peasy. Okay. Yep. Lemon squeezy. Check. Um, the next is just go do some laps. 
So ancient Greek and Romans believed the power of exhaustion in curing people of, of werewolfism. So once physically exhausted, they would be purged of the curse. So hard work. you drop. <laughs> yep, a bullet or hard work. Yeah, so they will both kill you in the end. Yep. Um, the next is to be burnt at the state. The state. Yep. You um, will, in fact, be cured because you will no longer exist. Yes. But you'll be cured. So that's you will be cured. the most important thing. Um, this one you won't die from is some good old wolf spade. So okay. in Barovian folklore of the early modern period, a wolf saying, also a wolf spade, was a charm against wolves and... Um, it was a spell for wolf attacks, so like then they couldn't get you. Um, the illustration I did is wolf spain in like a gotcha. little little jar. So that's these little cute purple flowers that bring me joy. Um, I can't remember if they're like a little bit poisonous or not. So if you see it in the wild, do a little bit more research than I did. <laughs> yeah, probably don't eat a plant you see in the wild. No, that's, that's... that's probably rule number one. Don't it's... just don't ever do that. Especially if someone provides it to you while saying something in a rhyming scheme. Yeah, I'll definitely don't do that. <laughs> Just avoid it altogether. Yeah. And then the last one is get some surgery. Um, yeah. Ironically, this is the least effective one. <laughs> Checks out. Um, many of the cures advocated by medieval medical practitioners proved fatal to the patients. <laughs> so <laughs> they believed... That um, by striking the forehead with a scalp or knife, you could cure it. <laughs> the person. Can you really call stabbing someone in the head surgery? It says striking, so I feel. Well, what's the difference? <laughs> like, <laughs> Your Honor, I didn't stab them. I struck them with a knife. <laughs> I did the medical way to do it. Yeah. No, that uh, that doesn't really sound like a surgery. Yeah, so it's a medieval surgery. <laughs> yeah. so, I would say start with method two, just do some laps, and then go from there. Method two, wolf Spain, and then, I don't know, I think you should spin a wheel for the next three. Yeah. You could do, like, the silver bullet, like, maybe, like, shoot yourself in, like, the toe or something. Yeah. Like, because it doesn't say kill them with a silver bullet, it just, just says shoot them with a silver bullet, so, like... Yeah, just do like your pinky toe. But probably don't don't do that either. (laughs) Probably don't do any of these except number two. Uh, I'm just going to throw that out there. Oh, well, Spain's a Just in case. Just going to throw it out there. (laughs) Just so we don't get in trouble. (laughs) We're not not professionals. (laughs) So now, if you want to get more religious with how you cure this, the Catholic Church. She's got to be perfectly. Exorcism. Yep. Classic, classic. Um, The next one is address the werewolf by their Christian name three times. Oh, that's it? Yeah. All right, um, so try that one second. (laughs) So this one is St. Herbert um, performed this to help cure people of werewolfism. So there's records of this one. I I think this is a good one if they have a Christian name, though. Yeah. Um, Have someone scowled the werewolf. (laughs) Which is a personal favorite. Bad dog. Bad. <laughs> bad dog. Bad. Like, no. That, that's what we do in the shadows. That's literally what we do in the shadows. You need the newspaper <laughs> and the water. <laughs> <laughs> Just, it's a bad 
that's my favorite. That's the one yeah. we should be okay. doing. Okay, start with that one, then vigorous exercise, then Christian name. <laughs> we got a whole list for you guys. Yeah. There's all the you can experiment. You everyone should experiment yep. with what they're into respectfully and consensually. Yep. And then yep. when you're done with that, listen, you can come back. We got you. Yeah. <laughs> and then, then the next is piercing the werewolf hands with nails. Okay. Very, very. Maybe coward. don't do that one either. <laughs> Have a friend help. <laughs> yeah. And of course, uh, make an alliance with the devil. Be like, hey, I'm kind of tired of this. And yeah, then I'd, old Satan I'd put that as like, number four. Yeah. Before... The yeah. surgery for sure. So I'd say in order of okay. the ones you should do. Okay. Try scolding them. Yes. Then try exercise. Yes. Then call them by the Christian name. Yeah. And if none of that works, make a deal with the devil. Oh, perfect. The rest of them don't do. <laughs> exorcism classic though. If okay, maybe maybe an exorcism, but you <laughs> might need it after the fourth. Okay, so I'll say five of those you should try. The other five. <laughs> Don't do. <laughs> oh. Leave that to the 16th century. <laughs> Some things have dated very poorly. Yeah. Don't do the ones that have dated. If you read it and you go, mm, yeah, then you shouldn't be doing that one. Now, Ryan, it is time. Okay. For our favorite segment. All right. It is time for, is it science or the church? And I want you to know. I know you'll get this right. I have zero doubts in my mind. <laughs> well, this you... one this one seems obvious. This one's got to be the church, considering how much we've talked about the church today. Now listen. No way. <laughs> you have time. No, I'm going. I'm locking it in. Okay. Now listen. This is one of those legends that we haven't run into yet, because both the church... And science have oh. very strong beliefs in what's going well, on. Well, I don't know what to play for that one. You should play. I Both? I'm a very Just... I'm a very glass is full half full yeah. person. So let's do the cheers. I feel like you deserve it. You work hard. Thank you. Thank you. There we go, Ryan. Already. I'll take it. I'll take it. I feel like I feel like that one was a bit of a softball. Yeah. Personally. But I'll take it. But you would have never guessed it. You would have been like, it's both, you know? No, no, that wouldn't have. That's never been an option. Yeah, so now you know, though. Now you know. <laughs> now there's, now, now there's my odds. My odds just went down 22% in the next guess, and I'm not a fan of that. <laughs> but you got I had a 50-50 before. It's like the tutorial of a game where it's much easier. Oh, man. <laughs> 33 episodes in, odds are now 33%. So. 333, that's my spirit number. That's so we're not doing good. Great. That's not good. Woo! All right. All right. So, starting with science, I want to talk about some of the most credible possibilities for werewolfism and what it could really be. So, the first one is Pitt Hopkins syndrome. Um, okay. It's a condition discovered in the 1978 that um, causes lack of speech, seizures, distinctive facial features, difficulty breathing, and intellectual intellectual challenges, which I struggle with words so bad. So in 1725, a boy by the name of Peter was found wandering naked on all fours through the German forest. Many thought he was a werewolf or at least raised by wolves because he couldn't speak and would use his hands to eat. 
which resulted in him being referred to as Peter the Wild Boy. Um, it wasn't long until King Greg I and King Greg II adopted the boy, having Peter live out the rest of his lives as their pet in England. Lots of problems with that. Huh. But yeah. it's it's one of the theories of what it God, God save the king. <laughs> they were all on drugs anyway, so yeah. Know, <laughs> they may have been like, oh, it's a wolf. Um, and the next is Cool Moon Power. This is one I actually am very team makes sense to me because I practice astrology stuff. So another popular theory is the full moon energy. According to a study conducted in the Australia Calvary Master Newcastle Hospital, a full moon brings out the beast in many humans. The study found out that of the 91 violent acute behavior incidents at the hospital between August 2008 and July 2009, 23% happened during a full moon. Patients oh. attacked a staff and displayed wolf-like behavior such as biting, spitting, scratching. Although many were under the influence of drugs or alcohol at the time, it is unclear why they became intensely violent when the full moon was full. And this is when, like, I'm not going to get on my astrology soap opera box i'm just gonna like lean my arm on it on the <laughs> side um it's believed that um the full moon because we're mostly water affects our moon that's why there's a lot more accidents for during a full moon that's why people get more aggressive during a full moon that's why people don't like to really travel and that's why in a lot of countries they actually don't perform a lot of life-saving surgeries during a full moon um, a lot of my friends that I have that have worked in the ER specifically hate working during a full moon because they say it just gets fucking weird and they don't know why. Like, it's huh. just, there's more chaos, like, there's just something in the air. So it's it's this whole theory that water, the moon affects us like it affects the ocean. And I think it's really cool and I strongly believe yeah. in it, but that's just a that's a Kimmy moment kind of thing. <laughs> so I try to keep my stuff out of it a little <laughs> Unless they're hot. Um, the next one is a hallucinogen, which we have been talking about. <laughs> Drugs are real, people, and if everyone's on them, mm -hmm. they can think they're a wolf real easy. So I don't want to get more into that. There was a lot of no, that, one, <laughs> that one just makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> like that, one, that one just checks out completely. <laughs> just Straight to the point. I love it. Yeah. Um, there are also some scientific theories of what makes someone a werewolf, but these ones really don't hold as much weight at the end of the day. So I'm not going to say any of this right. So just just hang on. Just buckle up. Hold on to the cryptid next to you, and we'll get through it. So many modern-day researchers explain that being a werewolf is either a result of con congenital, congenital pripris, a rare inherited metabolic disorder, which pretty much that's when people get like reddish teeth and scoliosis. So oh. kind of werewolfy, I guess. Or they suffer from hypertrichosis. <laughs> that's not it. A rare genetic disorder caused by excessive hair growth. So it wasn't until Ian Woodward, author of the book The Werewolf Delusion, shut down both of these. Ian explains how mythological werewolves in human form rarely displayed any type of werewolf appearance. Like we said, you won't know if you changed one, so you gotta cut yourself a little bit just to see. Um, he also said that 
Hypertricious is ruled out from hafting on a large scale, which doesn't make sense with the high amount of wolf sightings that we saw, especially during the medieval times, because it was such a low chance of it happening. You couldn't have all these people have it. Yeah. So, I looked it up. It's it's wild. You just get like hair all over your face. Yeah. It's just You're just covered in it. It's, it's like a beard, but just all the way up. Yeah, which, it's crazy, but it was such a low thing, so... Yeah. Those were shut down. Like, they get brought up all the time, people are like, nah. The next one is getting rabies and becoming a werewolf. Um, they... <laughs> this one's great, because I think my brother would have been a werewolf. <laughs> <laughs> Did your brother get rabies? I can't remember, because I'm a really bad sister. I remember he got attacked by, uh... He listens to this, so... So, Brandon, please tell me. I He got, like, attacked by a dog, and I think they had to go to the hospital. But my memory's really fuzzy. And I, I think my mom was panicking saying rabies a lot. So, yeah. I don't know if you Well, really I mean, if you, it, if you, like, just got bit, as long as you get the shot, you're good to go. It's if you let the rabies, like, stay, then it's GG's. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, it was it was pretty wild. <laughs> it was a yeah. fun day. It was, like, a back trail in a country town. yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, always get your shot if you get bit by an animal. There's there's, there's some real advice for you. <laughs> if you take anything from this episode. Because by the time you get rabies symptoms, it's game over. <laughs> okay. That's the scary part about rabies. Really? Nah, uh-huh. I don't even want to look it up. It sounds terrifying. I mean, it's it's 2022 that we got the shots. If you get bit, <laughs> just go get a shot get and you're it. fine. <laughs> You won't become a werewolf, is what. No, we but if you wait thirty days, then, <laughs> then this might happen. Yeah, and well, like the thing is, the problem with this theory is we have so many more werewolves running around, mm-hmm. and I know in my heart there would be an anti-werewolf campaign if this was a thing. There would be posters Fair of enough. Get your rabies shots or yeah. become this guy. And it would be like a really awkward picture of Jacob from Twilight. So <laughs> I know for a fact this is a completely dismissed. I don't one. know. That see that one to me kind of actually makes sense. Really? Like yeah. I mean, rabies isn't super common now, but it used to be way more common before we like started like exterminating like rats and stuff like that. Like <sighs> That's fair. I And I before just, rabies kills you, it makes you go crazy. Oh, uh, see, I, again, I was on so many rabbit holes. I probably just didn't dive into this one as much. I, I'm really like, I think the capitalist marketing person in me is like, why didn't we see a poster campaign for it? We, yeah. we had a campaign about Davy Jones Locker <laughs> in the Navy. We would have had a werewolf campaign yeah. in America. And I think that's. Problem is everyone who started making the campaign caught rabies and (laughs) (laughs) they they, they eat the homework kind Mm -hmm. of thing, just like your dog did. Yeah. (laughs) And then the next one is a rare psychological condition that causes people to believe they're changing into a wolf or other animals. However, this idea of lycanthropy uh could be transmitted in this way and is not part of the original myths and legends and only appears in relatively recent beliefs. So lycanthropy can also be met as the main content of delusion. So for example, the case of a woman has been reported who during episodes of acute psychosis complained of being four different species of animals. So, Wild. 
So this is wild because the church also believed that this played a major role in what makes werewolves werewolves. So gods or Christian saints, whether the saints were good or bad, had the power to cast divine punishment known as the curse of... I, I can't say this word anymore. I'm sorry. Oh, <laughs> Thank you so much. AKA cursing one to become a werewolf. Um, there are many different tales about people being transformed into these beasts. One story tells of St. Patrick who transformed the Welsh queen Vertusur into a wolf. Another says how Natalis supposedly cursed an illusionary Irish family whose members were doomed to be a wolf for seven years. So this led to the belief that men supposedly became werewolves when incurring the wrath of the devil. But on the flip side, there was a belief that werewolves were the hounds of God and would descend into hell to battle witches and demons. And then, when the wolf died, instead of staying in hell for all eternity, God would grant them forgiveness for their battles and let their soul into the gates of heaven. So this... It's just been around so long. Werewolves have been around for centuries. They're such an old tale. But I thought it was cool because I feel like sometimes the church may say, it's the devil. And I was like, well, we all know that. So I don't yeah. believe But this was way more like a punishment curse. And I thought that was absolutely fascinating. Yeah. So you did it, Ryan. You have gotten one. I'll give that to you because that was a trick question. I'll take it. I'll take it. But I'm like the meme professor, where now you have yeah. three choices. <laughs> Ooh, all, right. all right. Your turn, well, Chief. Well, we're, uh, we're, we're coming up on our time, so I'm going to make this relatively quick. Um, so it's pretty obvious. I imagine everyone knows there's a lot, lot of werewolves. Books, TV shows, movies, games. There's everything. Um, they're probably one of the like most popular. I imagine one of the most popular like horror creatures of all time, especially in the eighties. Um, the eighties birthed two of the greatest werewolf movies of all time, both drastically different. The first, Teen Wolf, um, which stars uh, Michael J. Fox, which is what I was talking about earlier. Um, <laughs> And he's like this nerdy kid. Oh, I'm not going to spoil anything, so don't worry if you haven't seen these movies. He's like a nerdy kid who's on the basketball team that is just absolutely terrible. And in 80s movie fashion, he's like in love with like the popular girl. Right. Turns out he's a werewolf. Um, and, and in this movie, it's like passed down generations. So like his dad's a werewolf, he's a werewolf, his kid will be a werewolf, that kind of thing. Sometimes it skips a generation. Is this um, a puberty maybe yeah well it's funny because like he goes in the bathroom and he's like transforming and then his dad like opens the door and he's also a werewolf (laughs) and he's like i guess we should talk about this (laughs) it's one of the best scenes ever that's amazing um but yeah so turns out being a werewolf makes you much better at sports and much more charismatic um and a lot of things happen that I'm not going to spoil, but it's a good movie. Go check it out. Um, a slightly more serious movie, American Werewolf in London, also from the 80s. I think this is kind of the one that kicked off the 80s. Like, you know how like every like few years there's like a movie that just sparks a million of the same movie? Yes. 
I think that was what this movie was. Um, so it's two Americans go backpacking in Britain and get attacked by a wolf. Um, one dies, one survives, and the one that survives, well, you can guess what happens next. And it's about him, like, kind of coming to terms with it. Um, yeah, go check them out. They're very good movies. Um, there's so many werewolf movies out there. Like, I, I was going to make, like, a top ten list, but I was like, I can't. Like, there's, there's, so, there's, there's so, so many. Yeah. I know. Well, I looked at this picture you put up for the oh yeah the modern takes, and modern I was very takes. uncomfortable for a moment with this last one. I think I skipped it on accident. Oh, I don't did. think I added it. If I have time, I'll put it up. But I was like, hmm, what what kind of movie is that, Ryan? Because <laughs> it's like him mid-transforming. Yeah. <laughs> Why are my last two slides not in there? Here, one sec. Yeah, we need we need the yeah. I got it, I got it. I got it. There we go. I was like, you got this. Yeah, I like saw that. And I was like, ah, uh, we'll 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 cross that bridge when we get to it. Yeah. Um. Uh, no. Yeah, I need. A, I want to watch the Teen Wolf one for sure. I'm trying to think. Have I seen? I've only. I don't. I don't know. I'm so bad with film, everybody. I wish I watched more movies, but I just like reading little short stories or watching cartoons. <laughs> I'm not that great. Hmm. For some reason, my photos don't want to upload, and I don't oh, know why. It's okay. Oh, we, we need very to weird. alignment chart, though. Yeah. Um, let's say I'm going to make it work. <laughs> there we go there's my yeah so the top one here that's a teen wolf yeah the bottom one there that's a american werewolf in london um it's like a sasquatch (laughs) yeah oh no he's straight up like all of these like 80s uh werewolf movies they look like sasquatch and this is him like transforming um it is just a great still shot there there could be a lot going on there um yeah majestic that's exactly how i imagine sasquatch would look if he was a student at the school like jock jacket sunglasses long jesus hair (laughs) 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 all right um this is the time when we do announcements before we do the warring alignment chart i think the only announcement i have is everybody we have our Patreon, and I, I'm loving the support we're getting on our Patreon. I do need to bring something up, though. There's a lot of people that are Team Cryptid on our Patreon. Heck yeah. And I'm not saying I am No, hurt. you're on the right team. No, let's skip announcements. We don't need, we don't need announcements. <laughs> Everyone so, keep doing exactly what you're doing. Team Cryptid for life. So listen, if you are <laughs> Team Cryptid, I get it. They're cool, right? And you're on our Patreon team, Cryptid. Every month, you get access to a digital download of the illustration I made, and which is really cool, right? And then you get a vote on stuff. You get to access our behind-the-scenes content. I'll post it anywhere else about Ryan and I playing some spooky games, which is pretty fun. But if you're on team Folklore, instead of a Cryptid illustration, you get a Folklore one. And I'm not being biased, but... The folklore ones are so great and so beautiful. So if you're feeling generous, 
even if it's just for a month or two, you can go on, become a Patreon, you can download all the past digital downloads, which is pretty neat, in my opinion, and you get shop discounts, all this stuff. So, like, just go check it out, patreon.com slash supporting the show, you get some cool stuff out of it, just think about it. I need more team folklore. And if you can't contribute that way, listen, go write a five-star review about our podcast and put that you're team cryptid. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Let us know. Team folklore. I'm no, 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 no. The first one. Everyone, everyone, yeah, leave a review with team cryptid or team folklore. I know it's only going to be team cryptids in there, so I ain't worried. But, yeah. All my folklore lovers, you need to come out. You need to support me. Because, listen, I saw a comment, and it made me so happy. Thank you for the review. And you said, Team Cryptid all the way. And I just felt hurt. And Ryan was happy. Remember when this was was a folklore podcast? (laughs) I was like, where are my people? So if you love folklore, just go write us a review, too. There's two great ways to support us. You can do both. You may get a sticker out of it if you message me, sending me a screenshot of your review. And if you're Team Folklore, I may give you a Folklore sticker. Cryptid, I'll give you a Cryptid sticker. We'll see. See how I'm feeling about it. Ryan will probably do it I'll make sure you get it. Don't worry. (laughs) All right. Done with that. Let's go to our Lauren alignment chart. Now listen. I agree with you. Yeah. After we've sat, we've talked about, I have been drug out of the rabbit holes i'm i am wrong in this and this is the only time i'll admit it i don't think you're necessarily wrong like because i'm sure there's a few dick werewolves out there right i'm sure they exist but for the most part right at least from my stories they're just people trying to survive you know yeah so they're definitely more in the good neutral chaotic end of life yeah, the only reason I put chaotic, because again, chaotic does not mean bad. I feel yeah. like chaotic gets a bad rap. Chaotic just means they don't follow any like innate laws, right? Or have their own laws, right? Um, so yeah, I think you know, stealing your neighbor's sheep maybe not great, but if you're like trying to feed your family, like you know, you gotta do what you gotta do. Not right. what makes you chaotic, but right. it doesn't make you evil. Yeah, no, I. I feel like me and you have a good understanding of the difference between chaotic and evil. Yeah. <laughs> Which is good. Or else this would be more of a hot mess than yeah. it is 80% of the time. But yeah, they're they're just dogs. That's, that's what yeah. we're talking about. And for the audio listeners, Kimmy put it chaotic neutral, like dead center. I put mine a little more to the good side, but about the same amount of chaoticness. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I think we're both right on this one. I'm not going to argue. No. And the, and the thing with werewolves, because I am going to point this out, because I, I had a few listeners ask me, they are, it depends their human form on how attractive they are. Because <laughs> if you have like Urkel turning into a werewolf. Yeah, anyone can be a hot. werewolf. That's the thing. Right. There's no like yeah. set thing. So I do want to point that out. Like. I'm team romance novel werewolf, thousand percent. The novel I'm doing, thousand percent. But like, I don't know, werewolves from what we do in the shadows? Mm. Yeah. No, I'm going to (laughs) pass. 
I will add uh, Twilight Werewolves Lawful Evil all the way top left. <laughs> really? Where would you put the yeah. vampire? Hmm. I don't know. I just they're I just weird. They're, they're like kidnapping listen, kids. Listen, I don't feel that way. I, I get it for Jacob because the whole imprint thing is weird, right? But no one, none of the other werewolves thought it was weird. Okay, that is a weird thing. But like the thing with the werewolves in Twilight, I get it because it's a lot of ties to like the struggles of like Native Americans having their land taken over. Like that's the whole yeah. point. So like that not bueno but the imprint on the yeah that's that's the part that gets me so i i feel if that wasn't part of it it would be fine like we would all be like yeah then we'd be then we'd be back down to chaotic good right right yeah (laughs) but they follow some weird rules that are like oh if i imprint on you you gotta (laughs) you're now mine yeah that's weird that's weird that's weird yeah that's and I think the thing that's weird for me is the only stuff I know about imprinting before Twilight was how ducks will imprint on you. And I was like, that's adorable. And then I yeah. read the story. I'm like, oh, that's <laughs> Oh, <neat."> that's terrifying. <laughs> I was like, oh, like I first read it. I was like, maybe Jacob's just going to be like an older protective brother. And no. then I kept reading it. And I was like, yeah, yeah. Oh. oh. Oh, that's yeah. where we're going with this. Yeah. <laughs> I If my ex came within 10 feet of my newborn, I would yeah. lose it. I don't know yeah. how Bella was so... She nope. was crazy. She should have taken him out. Right she we all support it. Team mm-hmm. Team Bella in that case. Yeah. <laughs> we get it. Ooh, all right. Well, let's get into our into our good old takeaways. What's our what should we tell our campers? Hmm, I feel like I had a good one earlier. Um Oh, yeah, if you see your if you see your neighbor uh howling and just barking at stuff, call the cops immediately. <laughs> okay. Call the cops and howling neighbors. Mhm. Uh <laughs> Ooh, there's so many good ones this time. I want to be something with one of the what's it called? One of the cures. Call on howling neighbors and <laughs> hmm, what could we do? Oh, but then the, the second part of that one, but make sure your hunter buddy is there for when she inevitably escapes. Let's do that one. Let's do that. Because I love that so much. Call the cops on your howling neighbors, mm-hmm. but have your hunter friend ready. Yeah. Yeah. If she's if she's stealing your livestock. <laughs> or your peaches <laughs> whatever yeah. Ooh, all right that was a good one we are going to head out where's my how do i say goodbye thank you all so much for listening this has been alluring bark 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 next episode bark <laughs> <laughs>
If you'd like to show your support and have access to bonus content not posted anywhere else, visit our Patreon page today at patreon.com slash and help us keep the firewood burning. Bye-bye now.